We want to thank the Lord for the privilege of being in his house this morning and uh, thank the Lord for the revival that he's given us. And that boy, it's good to be in God's house this morning and see everybody's here this morning. We had a good Sunday school already. Uh, looking forward to church service today. And uh, I'll just uh, tell you this on a, a little bit of a funny note. I, I don't know how many people that I've had asked me if I was tired. And I don't, I don't know if it shows up or what, but I said, I am tired, but it's a good tired. I'm, I'm glad uh, to have expended the energy that I have, and uh, it's worth it. It's worth being tired. But I, I'm glad God gave us the energy and strength to be here in his house this morning. I'm looking forward to a wonderful service this morning. i got a scripture come on my heart uh, in the 20th chapter of Jeremiah, verse 13. And, and this seems to really fit how I feel this morning. Sing unto the Lord. Praise ye the Lord, for he hath delivered the soul of the poor from the hand of evildoers. And so I praise God this morning uh, for the revival and all the good moves. And I've got a burden for so many this morning. And uh, let's stand for just a moment of prayer as we pray. Precious Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for letting us be here this morning. God, thank you for our revival. And thank you we feel revived this morning. And God, I thank you that we can feel the revival. And God, I praise you for those that have come this morning. God, I beg you just to bless us to have another powerful, powerful Holy Ghost service and uh, speak to people's hearts with great conviction, God. We just ask you, we just ask you, God, help us to get in the center of your will and follow you this morning. We praise you and we thank you in Jesus' name. And amen. We turn service over to the choir. Page 32. <coughs>
We're thankful to be here this morning. Uh, we're thankful that the same spirit we've spe- we felt all week long, uh, we can feel again here this morning and just the choir singing already. Uh, I'm really thankful for everyone that's come out this morning, uh, whether you're here every Sunday or whether this is your first time here, I'm thankful that you're here. Uh, and I hope you just make yourself at home this morning. Uh, so we'll just ask at this time, if you could, just please stand and we'll take up an altar prayer. Does anybody have any unspoken prayer requests this morning? Hands all throughout the house. Anybody have an unspoken or a spoken prayer request this morning? Yeah. I when I woke up. Yep, that's good. Let's remember Lighthouse this morning. Uh, Cooper's preaching the first service, I believe, is supposed to at least, and uh, Jake Faulkner's supposed to preach that second service. So let's really be praying for them. Friends Day this church. Let's just pray God just bless them and have a great day there. Yeah. And uh, let's pray for this service that God uh, continue on with that great powerful spirit we already feel. Yeah. And uh, give us great conviction this morning mm-hmm. and speak to people's hearts. Yeah. Amen. Let's remember that. Remember our service here. Remember Chase Lane, and his friends and family day this morning. Anybody else have a spoken prayer request? Let's remember that. remember those requests especially remember brother Anthony came through a really strong week we saw uh, lots of prayers answered but there's still more work to be done and that's obvious from all the requests that were made this morning Uh, so let's really uh, buckle down and let's really labor for our church this morning Uh, so uh, we'll just ask if, if nobody else has anything we'll ask Ryan to lead us in prayer
first started this week I didn't think that this would be possible but uh, I've, I've really fallen even more in love with my church uh, today than I had last Sunday uh, and what I mean by that is there was a point when the youth group was up singing it might have been even Monday night I'm not sure we were singing I have been blessed and uh, I just paused for a second and I looked out over my church and uh, there was people who were praying and there was people who were crying and standing up and raising their hand and shouting and uh, I tell you just the way this church loves the church is it 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 just continues to fuel me every day i'm so thankful for the church that i was raised in i'm thankful for the church i can raise my own children in uh, and i'm excited to see what today holds i'm excited to see what the future holds for our church so we'll ask at this time if anybody has a song or a testimony on your heart Another thing I really appreciated this week was uh, when people moved this week, you could tell they really meant it, and they were dedicated after they uh, rededicated their lives. We saw people who were uh, who moved maybe on a th I'll get the dates wrong, so this is just a for example, but they moved maybe on Thursday night, and then Friday night we'd come back, and those same people who rededicated their life were up here singing in the choir, or they testified, and uh, they were really on fire. So uh, my, I, I pray that those people can continue to be on fire. I'm, I don't know if you can tell us, but I'm just happy to be here. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm just tickled to death. Would anybody at all have anything uh, before we turn it over to our pastor? Let's pray for him. I just want to say I'm thankful for uh, my salvation. Um, I'm thankful for the way God set it up thankful that he's the only way that you're ever going to get to heaven and this song says um, something about two ways and there are two places and there's only there's only two places you're going to go once you live you're going to go one of two places and it's just that simple and there's no sense in sugarcoating it so just listen and I hope it can help somebody <clears throat> when the melody's been returned and the words have all been penned And you've heard the Spirit calling Through some old sacred hymn In the valley of decision Tell me, friend, what will you do? This life has many choices Eternity has to this world and all its pleasures will soon be passed away the final invitation could be going out today 
you're standing at the crossroads and the Savior's calling you. This life has many choices, eternity has two. The straight and narrow way leads to life, the broad way down below. What would it profit to gain the world and lose your very soul? Tomorrow is uncertain. Our days on earth are few. This life has many choices. Eternity has two. Thank God for being here. Thank you for this week past and what I've been feeling my heart. Y'all pray for me. There came a sound from heaven like a mighty rushing wind. It filled their hearts with singing and gave them peace within. The Master gave this promise, the Spirit will descend, and from your inner being a
come to these waters, there is a vast supply. There is a river that never shall run dry. appreciate these songs that were sung. Uh, I appreciate what you said, Barry. Uh, that really blessed me. Uh, I appreciate your willingness to follow the Lord. Uh, I appreciated what uh, Chase said last night. And it, naturally, it was a hard thing to listen to, but spiritually it blessed me when he talked about the, the four girls that had passed away and how uh, they left behind a testimony just a month before uh, they passed away. Uh, we never know when it's going to be too late until it is too late. Uh, whether it's too late to, to move and get saved or whether it's too late to be a light to somebody, uh, too late to follow the Lord, uh, it's important to listen to God and move when he tells you to. Uh, I feel like right now, we're, Terry, just turn it over to you. Amen. I sure thank the Lord for the spirit I feel this morning. And the choir singing, I thank the Lord for the choir singing and the special singing. Each one of these songs bless my heart. Uh, really tied in with what I feel like I need to preach this morning. I appreciate Jeremy opening up. I appreciate his testimony and things he said. I say amen to that. And it's, I'd like to read this morning, if you'd like to read with me, from the eighth chapter of the book of Jeremiah. Give you a minute to turn there in the scriptures. And, uh, I just, I'm excited to be in the Lord's house this morning. And uh, I just feel so thankful for the revival that God's given us. And uh, it's just such a blessing. 
And uh, God just, he said, God's amazing. And uh, there's a song that Linda sings sometimes. Uh, I think she probably wrote it, that I'm still amazed. And uh, instead of God becoming less amazing to me as I go older, he becomes more amazing to me. And so here in, uh, in Jeremiah, uh, the eighth chapter, starting at verse 20, listen to this. <clears throat> and Jeremiah, he's often called the weeping prophet, and, and uh, I can understand why when I read after some of his circumstances. And, but here in, in uh, Jeremiah 8 and 20, he said, The harvest is past, the summer is ended, and we are not saved. Think about that. Let me read that again. The harvest is past, the summer's ended, and we're not saved. For the hurt of the daughter of my people am I hurt. I am black. Astonishment hath taken hold on me. Is there no balm in Gilead? Is there no physician there? Uh, why then is not the health of the daughter of my people recovered? So I want you to pray. Uh, pray very earnestly and uh, I remember reading this scripture a long time ago, and uh, it puzzled me. And I, I'd think, well, uh, if the harvest is past, uh, why was uh, Jeremiah even talking about it? Uh, I thought my first thoughts was the harvest is past. Uh, people don't have a chance. But I was wrong in my thinking. Uh, there's still a chance. That's why he's talking about it. And uh, when we look at the scripture and we, and we find out more about what the harvest is and what it means, I want to look at back in the, you know, the book of Leviticus in the 19th chapter. Uh, starts out in the 19th chapter. said, The Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speaking to the children of Israel, and tell them these things. Well, one of the things down through here that he wanted to tell them, he's telling them about the harvest. Verse 9 said, When you reap the harvest of your land, thou shalt not wholly reap the corners of thy field. Listen to this. Neither shalt thou gather the gleanings of thy harvest. And thou shalt uh, not glean thy vineyard, neither shalt thou gather every grape of thy vineyard. Listen to this. Thou shalt leave them for the poor and the stranger. I am the Lord your God. And so when they'd go through and reap the harvest, uh, they'd leave little portions, uh, different places in the field. And uh, we find out, and you pray, uh, just stay with me and go with me here. Uh, we've heard preached uh, recently about uh, the experience of uh, Ruth in the Bible. Let me go back and uh, tie some of this in with the book of Ruth and I'll just be very brief on it and not dwell on it too long but uh, you know uh, Ruth and her husband Elimelech uh, and they took their two sons they decided to leave Israel they went down into the land of Moab I'll tell you what uh, Israel's a, a type of the church in the Bible and it's, uh, it's a bad thing to leave the church uh, I'll tell you what I've, I've went out a few times in my life and went the wrong direction uh, those are not happy times in my remembrance. Uh, I, I recommend anybody stay with the church, stay with the grand old church. When they got down in the land of Moab, uh, uh, Naomi and Elimelech's uh, sons, they got married. Uh, one of them married a lady named Orpah, and uh, the other one married a lady named Ruth. Uh, but in a little while, Elimelech and the two boys died. Uh, just to uh, uh, get you to the point where I need to be, uh, they died and and so Naomi, uh, uh, she grieved, but uh, she said, I need to go back home. Uh, maybe somebody here uh, this morning that needs to come back home. I'm telling you, we can find uh, things in life. And uh, Brother uh, Chase Lay preached about this. Uh, life is full of grief. 
Um, but we need uh, to follow the Lord. And he said, there's people that went away from God and away from the church. Uh, they need to come home. Uh, I, I need to preach that this morning. And uh, so when they got, when Naomi got ready to go home and uh, her one uh, daughter, Orpah, uh, she stayed in Moab. But, but Ruth was determined uh, to go with Naomi uh, back to Israel. Uh, and she said, I'm not, I'll put it in my words. Uh, she said, I'm not going to leave you. I'm going to stay with you. Well, now listen to this, folks. Uh, when uh, Naomi come home, uh, Ruth came with her. Uh, how many times uh, have you seen uh, in life? Uh, I've seen it a lot of times, Mike. Uh, somebody that's out of church and uh, hasn't been serving God. Uh, I've seen so many times uh, when they would humble their heart and repent and they'd come home. Uh, they'd have so much effect on some of their family, Billy Ray, uh, that uh, some of them would come and get saved. Uh, boy, uh, I'm glad we even seen that in this revival. Uh, uh, I'm telling you what, uh, uh, if you're here today, and you're not where you need to be with God I, I, I want to beg you uh, to come home uh, uh, let me tell you this uh, another thing uh, that brother uh, Chase preached uh, he said there's people uh, that has made mistakes and they've messed up and they've done wrong he, he said that the devil uses that on them uh, for an excuse uh, for them to not come back and get in uh, when the choir was singing today I was meditating on this message uh, I remember uh, something that my dad told me when I was just a teenager I had I failed I hadn't done I like I ought to I, I, I kind of beating myself up the devil's beating me up and I, I said, Dad, I just make too many mistakes. I, I just might as well quit. I just might as well give up and quit. I just make too many mistakes. And my dad said to me a little bit sternly, he said, Boy, listen to me. He said, The only people that don't make mistakes are the people that aren't doing anything. And he said, And that's the biggest mistake of all. He said, I'd rather be trying to do something and make some mistakes and keep trying to do something. And you'll accomplish more than you realize you will. He said, don't ever think that you're not worth anything. You're worth something to the Lord. Now, boy, get in and stay in and do your part. Let me preach to you today. Uh, don't let the devil uh, tell you that you don't matter. Uh, don't let the devil uh, tell you today uh, that you're not worth anything. Uh, boy, I, I don't know for sure where this is going, Jeremy, but I can feel it going. God's talking to somebody this morning. <laughs> Praise God today that we've got a God that can speak to people's hearts. And so uh, when uh, they went, uh, when, when Ruth went back uh, with Naomi and they went back to Israel, uh, I want you to think about it. Uh, they went back. They were in poverty. Uh, they, were in po they had trouble getting something to eat. And Ruth said uh, to Naomi, said, how about me going out and gleaning in somebody's field? I'll just put this in my words. Uh, Naomi said, yeah, I'd be okay. I, I don't blame Naomi for agreeing because uh, they was hungry. They needed something to eat. And Linda, when, when Ruth went out and found her a field to glean in, you know whose field she got in? She got in Boaz's field. Carl Atkins, that wasn't no accident. Uh, no, uh, the world might have said, what a coincidence. See, Boaz, now he was a close kinman uh, of Elimelech. Uh, Naomi's deceased husband, uh, he was a close kinman. Uh, so that worked out good. But uh, Ruth, uh, she didn't know where she's going, but God took her down there uh, where she needed to go. Uh, so she went down there uh, into Elimelech's uh, field, or excuse me, uh, to Boaz's field, uh, the, the relative of Elimelech. Uh, she went down there. Uh, let, me, let me read something to you. 
uh, down here, uh, verse 7, in the second chapter of the book of Ruth. Uh, she said, I pray you, let me glean and gather after the reapers among the sheaves. Now, verse 8 down here, Boaz found out she was down there. He'd seen her. Boaz uh, said to her, he said, Ruth, uh, hearest thou not my daughter? Go not to glean in another field, neither go from hence, but abide here fast by my maidens. Uh, boy, I'm telling you what, uh, God's calling to you today. He said, don't uh, stay around in another field, but come here where you belong. Get in my field. I've got what you need. Boy, that's, that's a message to you if you're lost, and that's a message to you if you're saved. You need to come and be in God's territory. Let me take my time a little bit. Boy, you're praying. Uh, you're praying good. I feel the Lord powerful this morning, and I, I'm enjoying preaching. I'm glad to be here, but I want you to listen to this. Uh, when, when Boaz had spoke so kindly uh, to Ruth down here, I want you to uh, get how Ruth felt down here in verse 10. It said, then she fell on her face and she bowed herself to the ground and she said unto him, why have I found grace in thine eyes that thou shouldest take knowledge of me seeing how I am a stranger? Uh, boy, I praise God. I, I remember one time uh, and that kind of reminds you of Mephibosheth when David called him to come home and Mephibosheth uh, said, who am I that you'd look on such a dead dog as I am? And so Ruth here, she said, who am I? I'm just a stranger. Why would you show me this favoritism? Or why would you help me like this. I'm telling you, uh, none of us uh, uh, measure up. Uh, none of us uh, can say in ourselves, uh, I've got what I got because I deserved it or I earned it. Uh, but listen to me today. Uh, God's the one that loves us. He's the one that cares about us. Uh, I'm saved not because I'm worthy, but I'm saved because Jesus is worthy. And I'm like that song that was being sung. You asked uh, Mike to sing the next verse. Of, I'm glad the water's flowing, Barry. I'm glad that water's flowing. And I praise God. There's plenty of it. And it's flowing powerful. I can feel it. I can feel it. It's flowing in my soul. I praise God today, brother, for the water that's flowing. There's a river. And I'm, I'm glad I'm in it. I'm telling you what, Daryl, I'm glad for what God done for me and for you. I, I praise God today. There's some people here that need to come to Jesus. There's some a people that's saved that needs to get back in and get come home and let God bless them. And you can be a light and a help to your family and your friends and your loved ones. Praise God today. Uh, let me go back to the scripture that I read in Jeremiah a little bit. But keep this in mind about gleaning in the field. Uh, let me, if I'd use a text today, don't miss your chance to glean. Don't miss your chance to glean. If you're lost, you need to uh, come and eat the bread of life, get saved. Uh, if you're saved, you need to be able uh, to work some and do some things. Uh, let's see what Jeremiah said back here. He said the harvest is past. I'm telling you what, the harvest is past, but there's still some gleaning to be done. Uh, he said the summer's in it. We're not saved. Time's running out, folks. Let me tell you this. If you're going to get saved, you better hurry. If you're going to live for Jesus, you better hurry. 
I couldn't tell you how many people as a pastor uh, over uh, the last so many years that I've pastored, I couldn't tell you how many times uh, that I, I stood and talked with people uh, that was uh, getting close to dying. Uh, that's looked up at me with tears running down their face, uh, Jay, and they'd say something like to me, uh, I was planning on getting back in church. I was planning on uh, trying to help my people, uh, uh, but I don't know where the time went. Uh, Mike, they say to me, preacher, I, I was planning on doing something for the Lord, uh, but now I'm dying. Uh, I'm telling you what, don't wait till you're dying uh, to do what you need to do. Uh, the harvest is past and the summer's ended. Time's running out. Get in, get in, get in. If you lost, get saved. I'm telling you what, there's some folks here uh, that I've had a burden for that's lost, like you was talking about, Billy. Some I've, some I've been praying for for a long time. And I don't understand a lot of things. I don't know a lot of things. Uh, uh, but sometimes it puzzles me why they won't come. Seems like God calls so powerful. He speaks so good. Uh, I'm telling you what, uh, we've got a God uh, that's easy understood. Uh, sometimes when I say things, I might say them uh, kind of off uh, a little bit. I might say, well, I didn't explain that good. But I'll tell you one thing. When God's Holy Spirit uh, speaks to your heart, uh, he lets you know it's God. And he lets you know what he's talking about. And so down there, when it said the harvest is past and the summer's end, we're not safe. He said, for the hurt of the daughter of my people am I hurt. Boy, I know what he's feeling. I know what he's talking about. When I, when I feel the hurt and I see uh, the things that people are missing out on and, and we're either side of it, if you're lost and uh, you're still turning away God, uh, boy, it breaks my heart. If you're somebody that's saved, uh, that's needing to get in and you don't, just don't do it, uh, it breaks my heart. Uh, there's no reason to say no to God. He's been too good to us. He gave his son to die on the cross. This is not about how good we are. Uh, if the devil has convinced you that you're worthless, uh, the devil devil is a liar. Uh, God said you're worth something. How much are you worth? You're worth enough that Jesus died on the old rugged cross. I preach this all the time. I might say this every time I get up. I don't know. Uh, but if you'd have been the only one that was a poor lost sinner, Jesus would have still died for you. If I'd have been the one that was a poor lost sinner, if I was the only one, he'd have still died for me. Praise God. And so uh, don't let the devil uh, teach you and uh, talk you out of serving God by telling you that you're worthless uh, because you're worth enough that the Lamb of God uh, went to Calvary and suffered and died an agonizing death. And so let's go on a little bit. Uh, verse 21 again. For the hurt of the daughter of my people, I'm hurt. I'm black. He was talking about that black means sackcloth and ashes. Uh, back there. In the Bible days, if somebody was just totally brokenhearted, uh, they'd put sackcloth on. Uh, that's dark clothes. Uh, they put, uh, they put uh, uh, ashes on their forehead. Uh, it was black. Uh, they'd walk around, and people could see from their garments and from the sackcloth and ashes, people could see that they were grieving. Well, uh, here Jeremiah said, now I'm black. Uh, I'm uh, kind of walking around in sackcloth and ashes. He said, listen to this. He said, astonishment has taken hold on me. I'm astonished. I just can't understand it. Great prophet that Jeremiah was, a uh, great man of God he was, 
uh, all the wisdom that he had. Uh, he was saying, I just don't understand uh, why people won't come to the Lord. Uh, uh, I, boy, I, I'm not smart as Jeremiah, but I know what he meant when he said, astonishment had taken hold on me. Uh, uh, why, oh, why uh, would you say no to God? Why would you uh, uh, put the brakes on and not live for Jesus? Somebody needs to come to the altar right now. Uh, uh, we'll probably sing a song in a little while, but uh, you don't have to wait for a song. If God's calling you and you want to come right now, come on. Let's go on a little bit. He said, is there no balm in Gilead? A balm is medicine. It's a healing ointment. Uh, Gilead means a rocky place. Sometimes in life, uh, we go through rocky places. Uh, but listen, uh, is there no healing ointment? Uh, is there no balm and gilead? Is there no healing ointment there? Boy, I tell you what, uh, God's got the medicine that we need. Uh, you just need to take the medicine. He goes on. He said, well, listen, he said, is there no physician there? Uh, boy, uh, you remember uh, that woman had the issue of blood. Uh, uh, I think Brother Chase preached about her a few times this week past. Uh, she had the issue of blood, uh, but uh, she went to physicians and spent all her living, uh, and she got worse all the time. Uh, well, but when she uh, reached through the crowd, and I can see her in my mind, uh, she was saying, if I can just... Uh, Touch the hem of his garment. When I picture it, Billy Ray, I picture getting down real low because his, his hem of his garment was down low. Uh, she might even got down on her knees. I don't know for sure, Linda, but she reached through the crowd and when she touched the hem of his garment, she got in touch with the great physician. Uh, boy, praise God today. Uh, is there no physician here? Uh, I want you, it's not Terry Brock. Uh, uh, no, sir, but there's a physician in the house today. And I want to tell you one thing. You know, a lot of times, if you got something wrong with you, you want to go see a specialist. Now, this is the specialist of all specialists. He, he's got what it takes to take care of your problem. He can heal your soul. He can heal your life. If you're lost, you need to come and trust Jesus to save your soul. If you've been saved, you need to come and trust Jesus to follow him. So listen, let me read again. Is there no bomb and guilt? Is there no physician there? Well, if there is, and we know there is, he says, why then is not the health of the daughter of my people recovered? There's no excuse to stay in sin. There's no excuse to stay out of fellowship with God. Get your song ready. Somebody needs to come to Jesus today. Uh, boy, I would to God today uh, that everybody would obey and mind the Lord. Uh, don't stand back. Don't stay back. Don't wait, but come and get in while there's time and opportunity. Church, stand while we get a song ready. Uh, praise God today. Praise God. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your tender mercies. We got one coming to pray. Uh, while we come pray with her, uh, uh, praise God. I appreciate her. Uh, while we come pray with her, uh, and, uh, Lord, have mercy. Uh, I appreciate her and I love her. Uh, and I'm glad she's come. And along with that, let me say, there's some more needs to come. Uh, there's others need to come. Uh, come, get in. Please come this morning. Don't stay out. Don't stay out any longer. Please come. Please come. Please come. Oh, God, help me.
come. Please come this morning. Please mind the Lord. Let God have his way in your life this morning, folks. Let's mind the Lord. Amen. Sister, say what's on your heart. I've just been struggling, and uh, I want to live for Jesus. And yeah. I want to see my family come yeah. back to church. Amen. Just seems like I, I'm so ashamed because I just seem to struggle, struggle, struggle. Well, we all do some of that. I feel like I, I'm up here more than other people are saying I'm sorry more than other people, <laughs> but I am right. sorry to my church. Amen. I need to do better. Amen. I've been dealing with it all week, and that little confession at the beginning of the week wasn't enough. God said that wasn't enough. Amen. I, I appreciate to, you. need to come all that way for him. Amen. Boy, I'm proud of you. I appreciate the move you made, and it's blessed my heart, and I'm proud of you. I can feel back. that. I feel that. Let's give her some applause. And, and, if, and if you want to come shake her hand, do that. Let's, in just a minute, we're going to sing again. But let me, let me tell you this. There's some folks here that I've already said this. I'm going to say it again. There's some folks here that's really on my heart so strong. And uh, I'm just, uh, I just, I'm beyond words at where I'm at. People needing to move. Please, 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 let me beg you, come as God calls this morning. Please obey the Lord. While we sing, while we shake hands, please come this morning. Please obey the Lord. Please obey the Lord. Please come. Please obey the Lord. Please come. I need you. I need you. Preacher, why would you need me? If you're, if you're saved by God's grace, there's a place that you need to inhabit in the church that nobody else can inhabit but you. God needs you. Yahim needs you. If you're here today and lost, we need you to come get saved. But if you're here today and you've been saved, you haven't been serving God, maybe you failed him a long time, or maybe just recently. But obey the Lord. God's wanting somebody to come to him this morning. And when God wants you to come, God speaks to your heart. Will you please come right now? Doesn't matter where you're at in the house. There's a way for you to get the altar. Just come, let's go together. Come on. Let's do it this morning. Come on. Let's mind the Lord. Come, let's get in. Please come. Please obey the Lord. Over here. God bless you, buddy. Would you come pray this morning? Let's go to altar and pray about it. God will bless you. the Lord it's your choice you can say yes or you can say no mind the Lord
Amen. Please come. I still believe somebody else needs to come. Obey the Lord. Amen. You know, I mentioned in uh, my preaching, I mentioned it when uh, Naomi went back to Israel, it helped Ruth because Ruth went with her. When we move for the Lord, We'll help somebody else as well as helping ourselves. Well, now, there was another point to that, and I didn't mention it in the preaching, but I want to mention it right now. When they got back down there, and they were hungry, and Ruth said, well, I'll go find a field to glean in. And, of course, she went and gleaned in Boaz's field, and uh, she got plenty. Well, here's what Boaz said. He told his workmen, said, leave handfuls of purpose uh, in the field for Ruth so she'd have an easy time uh, and she got a she got an abundance of food, and she took it back. And Naomi was astonished. Well, Naomi ate from the food that Ruth had gained in the gleaning. And of course, you Bible readers know the rest of this story. Uh, Boaz and uh, uh, Ruth they they ended up getting married, and they had a son named Obed, and Obed had a son named Jesse, and Jesse had a son named David, King David. You imagine that. So, so Ruth wound up being, what would that be, the a grandmother or great-grandmother of King David. She was in the lineage of Jesus Christ. You can read it in the first chapter of the book of Matthew. And so here's my point. When we do something uh, that the Lord wants us to do, it'll not only help us, but it'll help somebody else. I believe we need one more verse of song. Somebody else still needs to move, and I, I still have such a great burden. Uh, it's just... It's just working on it. And I believe somebody else has a burden here today that's working on them. Please obey the Lord. Please come. How about coming just like you are? How about coming just like you are? You don't have to make yourself any better. You can't. <laughs> but you can come in obedience to the Lord and he can do some things that will just amaze us. That's the kind of God we've got. Please come right now. It's your move. It's your choice. If you're not in fellowship with God, let me ask you, do you want to not be in fellowship with God? That's an odd question, isn't it? As good as God is, 
Why would we ever not want to be in fellowship with him? But if you say, yes, I want to be in fellowship with him, then that takes moving as he's calling to your heart. Are we willing to obey God? Don't miss out on the gleaning. Don't miss out on your opportunity to glean. Don't miss out on your opportunity to be blessed and to be a blessing. See, when you follow God, you get blessed. But you are a blessing. And to use one of Chase's words, you make happy the blessor. God's our blesser. And we're so blessed, and God's so good to us. Please come, and please hurry. songs. All right, anything else on anybody's heart? I thank you for your prayers and your good attention. I thank the Lord for passing by. And boy, we got a lot of praying we need to do, church. I know you can feel it like I, I can. I appreciate that good move. My heart's blessed by that good move. Uh, but I'm also, I'm blessed with burdens. I'm, I have burden and burden and burden. I have many burdens and I'm not complaining. I'm glad God burdens my heart for people. So let's just keep praying. If nothing else on your heart, be seated for a minute. We turn over for announcements. Lafayette uh, Missionary Baptist Church will be having their homecoming next Sunday. So remember that. Go if you can and pray for them. The floors uh, are being done in the kitchen next week. Uh, the supply room and the kitchen need items moved into the fellowship hall Saturday morning at 10 a.m. So if you can help with that, uh, please come. Uh, I know Brother Vince is involved in that. I don't know who all else is. Are you coordinating that move, Vince, or who? I mean, I figured somebody was. I didn't know if it was you, but okay. If you. All right, so reach out to Vince or one of the Fellowship Hall Committee if you can uh, come and get your name on that list to come and help. Uh, if you're young and got a healthy back, it be a good activity for you. Uh, Cherry Valley Baptist Church down in Hamilton, Ohio, is having revival October the 3rd through the 7th. That's going to start at 7 p.m. And uh, the two preachers preaching that are Mike Raines and Terry Brock. So uh, if you get a chance, and they're going to have special singing scheduled every night. It doesn't say who, those, who that is on here, but uh, we'll announce that again. Pray for that. Remember that. And I know it's been announced about the church directory. That's been announced a few weeks, but uh, if you'd like to be in that, uh, I think there's still time to get signed up and get your photo so uh, you can see one of the ladies helping with that. I think Karen's coming. I have three. Um, next Sunday is also Samaria. Um, 
personal favorite of mine. Um, but this will be Jordan's first homecoming. Just really pray for him and uh, pray for Chase. He's going to be doing the revival there, so that's next Sunday. Um, I need Vivian's help. Pastor Appreciation Day was moved. We had it on the 24th. It's now the 16th. Is that correct? So the paper that I passed out to you, if it doesn't say the 16th on it, we are having Pastor Appreciation October 16th. Extremely important day for us. We're very, very blessed with our pastor and his wife. So um, remember that. Really perk your ears on this. This um, directory is so important. And you might say, well, it's really not important if I get my picture in there. It really is. We use these directories for everything. So another factor of it is we, you get a free picture and a free directory just for having your picture taken for free. But if you don't do that, then we don't get extra pages in the book to share our church's story. And that's what we're doing with this directory. How many people have come to your house and looked at your directory or your grandchildren said, Mama, who is that? And you shared the church's story through this directory. So I, I really need to explain to you that there's a barcode. It's out in the foyer on the wall. If you don't know what a barcode is, that's okay. Because we are going to release the 60 years and older after church. We're gonna, you're going first. You're going to the fellowship hall. And if you don't know what a barcode is, there's going to be people out there to sign you up. If you know what a barcode is, you click the barcode and you set your time and you're already in, just like that. But let's use Becky Brock's family as an example. If she takes her entire family and they get their picture taken, she just eliminated five directories for yourself because you can only be in one picture for one free directory. You can have, they can each get their picture taken individually from then on, but they won't get a directory. So use your household. Utilize what they're giving us, because also with that, we'll receive points towards five more pages. I know it's kind of confusing, but it's so important that you get your picture taken. If you don't like having your picture taken, or um, something's happened to you where you maybe aren't looking like you used to, you can submit a picture. It will cost a little bit of money, but you can submit a picture. We'll have a memory page. That page this year is really important to me because Pap will be on there. Give us that picture so we can get those oak trees in our directory. I can't express how important this directory is going to be. Um, it's the story of our church. So. 60 and older after he's done, because I'm not allowed to dismiss you, of course, you know. Um, he'll dismiss 60 and older, and we will help you find out what that barcode is, okay? I don't know. Lisa, can they buy an extra directory? Yes, you will be able to buy an extra directory. Yeah. And it'll have your phone number and address in it. If you don't want your phone number and address in it, that's fine. Some people don't want their phone number and address. So... Everybody's got my phone number, so <laughs> that's fine. Um, I just I just wanted to kind of give an update on um, the situation with Krista's school. We always call it Krista's school because everybody knows what I'm talking about. But um, we 
took up an offering for that, and I was overwhelmed because with what people gave me and the offering that we took up, it was really, real close to $1,500. And that's amazing. And I appreciate everybody. And I ordered um, a lot of things online to be sent to Krista's house so that then she could just get it to her school. And inadvertently, I ordered it to come to my house. <laughs> so I called Amazon and talked to a gentleman. And this is just kind of funny, but there were 78 items that were on there. And he's like, ma'am, um, I'm going to help you, but this is going to take a while. So he, he managed to get a lot of them transferred so that they did go directly to her. But I've got a number of items that I'm going to have to take down to her. But I, my point is I want to thank everybody because this, it, it's, it's just so overwhelming to me, and, and it is to them, and they need it. And so I thank you for, um, I think David McGregor uses this uh, saying sometimes, being Jesus in your skin, because that's what it is. We're helping people. So thank you. Uh, my wife couldn't be here this morning. She's taking care of Jackson. He's kind of got a little bit of a cough going on. Um, but she'll be here tonight. I'm going to stay home with them tonight. Uh, and so they're going to have a youth group get together tonight after church, um, this after evening service uh, for sixth grade and up. Uh, it'll be until 9 o'clock. Uh, so everyone come out and, and hang out out there. And that's in the fellowship hall. that uh, I should have expressed that myself but I didn't but you did it real good and I appreciate you for doing it I appreciate you for expressing those thanks to everybody that cooked and helped clean up and did all those things amen well said anyone else for service time tonight, 6 o'clock. And uh, when Lafayette has their homecoming, uh, a preacher named Israel Douglas is going to be preaching their homecoming. And uh, I've asked him to come Sunday night over here, and he said he'd be honored to do that. So God willing, Israel Douglas will be preaching for us that night. Remember that. Anything else? Not what I asked everybody to see to stand. That's Brother David Jordan. Pray dismiss.